I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love doing. I'm here with my buddy, Jason. Hello, hello. Yeah, today, you know, I want to talk about this notion of purpose and success, mm-hmm. right? And people think that I'm going to be getting this success like my purpose is to get this success and when i get this success i will be so friggin happy yeah right i'm gonna be happy i'm not gonna be depressed i'm gonna be so thin right (laughs) i'm gonna it's like it's like this success my whole life i really wanted it and and then I, and we both know, I know you know a lot mm. of people who have achieved that success and it was disastrous. Yeah. Why is that? What's going on there? Well, I think in some points it's that they are being, they have masked their success as a way of getting rid of whatever suffering they may have in their life. They think that by being successful, that all the things that actually hurt and harm and damage them are just going to all magically go away. I know you've lost a lot of people. Yeah. What? Well, so so it was. It's interesting because uh, a lot of this was formed from a conversation I just had recently at a Fourth of July barbecue with a lot of friends who I haven't seen in about fifteen twenty years, and uh, we collectively amongst the group we've had about seven or eight people who have committed suicide, and these are friends of ours or or. Uh, spouses of friends of ours, things like that. People who have, who've, who've just taken their own life. And, and what age group is this? Uh, this was literally from uh, twenty, from about twenty years old, all the way to sixty. I, I'm thinking of a specific person. She was about sixty-eight. Um, so the interesting thing that we all sort of collectively discovered was that all of these people were successful, like. Maybe at the point when they did, you know, commit the act of ending their own life, they were at a down point. But if you were to look at their resume on paper, they all were incredibly intelligent people. They all had accomplished quite a few things. Some of them had a lot of monetary success. Some of them had a lot of like emotional, like they had a, you know, they expanded their family or had a big, you know, an impact on people's lives. Some of them were were actually like charitable people. They spent the, ma- the majority of their life giving and that kind of stuff. But all of them, if you were to look at their life on paper, every single one of them, you would have said, this is a successful person. They've had success in their life. And the truth about it is there is a big difference between suffering being cured by success and just success that happens to go along with your suffering. I, you know, one of the things that you see all the time is like you have that eat, pray, love and those types of things where people are like, I'm just going to jet off to India and that will teach me how to be a better person. But wherever you go, you're there. So you take all that crap with you. So when people are trying to be happy or feel like they've accomplished something or feel content, they try to concentrate on these outside successes, these validations that are going to somehow cure the suffering that they're feeling that they're bringing along everywhere they go. So what happens is, is we get creatives. We get creative people who go, 
if I get this, the you know the if then scenario of if I book this part, if I make, if I get this gig, if I write this book, if I finish this thing, then I will get this and that. They're turning their success and their satisfaction into a transactional thing, and that's it. Never works that way. My 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 dearest friend, the late. Lotus Weinstock said, she's such a funny comic. She said, well, I just want to be rich and famous so I can say being rich and famous wasn't it. Yeah. <laughs> right? But exactly. I want to be rich and famous just so I can say just that. Just so I can say that with I legitimacy. Mean, we yeah. all hear this over and over mm-hmm. and certainly... Um, we see lottery winners. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. a great example. Yeah, yeah lottery winners um, be absolutely miserable, mm-hmm. um, and and yet there's I, I don't think people really believe this. You know, mm-hmm. they don't be- believe this. But but the point of this is mm-hmm. that if you do believe that um, you're working towards the success mm-hmm. and and working towards this success is giving you your purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Is part of it that you get that success and then you lose your purpose, your sense of purpose in life? For instance, um, Ted Turner's father killed himself mm-hmm. because uh, Ted Turner was interviewed on this and he said, like, well, his father achieved everything he set out to achieve mm-hmm. and there was nothing more and he killed himself. Yep. There was like, its purpose of life it was over mm-hmm. and ted turner said that well i've given myself cure world hunger as my purpose because mm-hmm. you know i know that i will never accomplish that yeah. <laughs> and therefore i'll have purpose and and um both father and son um had uh, uh, issues with depression mm-hmm. so what i'm confused about does this mean that we don't pursue that success no what it changes is you have to get away from the transactional quality of it what the number one thing that i find when people are suffering is they're constant they're concentrating all of their energy on the what and not why they're doing it you know i have to i have to make this much money well why do you have to make that much money well, for my, for my wife and my family and things like that. So if you do a job where you work 120 hours a week and you never see your wife and family, aren't you sort of defeating the purpose of why you're doing the thing? Well, that doesn't make any sense. Da, 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 da. Suffering, 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 suffering. It's endless because they never said, oh, what I really want and why I'm doing this is because I love my wife and kids or, you know, my, you know, my family. So my objective should be more around spending as much time as I can with them and not trying to buy them stuff or, you know, have a bigger house or a nicer car or whatever it is. With creatives, they're always looking at, I have to get on that Netflix special or I have to sell my thing to this gallery and I have to, they, these very sort of what transactional things. We're in a consumer world. We're in a consumer, uh, uh, you know, economy and ecology and everything else of course it's so easy to just say well i'm going to concentrate on the what's and not the why's because if i concentrate on the what's i can clearly define oh i'm going to get this and i'm going to get that and i'm going to make this happen and this and that blah 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 blah. and you get this nice clean easy list and then if something doesn't happen you always have something to blame but if you concentrate on the why then the what is negligible you know if you're someone who lives with purpose to make people laugh 
it's going to work whether you're on stage at the Apollo Theater or if you're at the grocery store and you're helping someone who had a really bad day laugh something off. You know, either way, that's going to work. You have pinpointed the thing that you actually want and you're serving that purpose. That you're, is that is so because uh, this is all sort of Simon Sinek got famous yeah. on on focusing on the why exactly. rather rather than the what. I had a moment in my life where shifting to what you're talking about mm -hmm. really helped with de with depression mm -hmm. because I was sitting in my converted garage teaching stand-up in yep. my 30s, right? And I had let go of having a stand-up career, um, but not really totally, mm -hmm. you know? And I was sitting there going like, nobody knows me. I'm not on television. Yep. I used to be on television all the time. I was recognized in the street. Nobody recognizes in me anymore. I'm a failure. I'm yeah. a failure. And I was like having this real sense of failure yeah. go on. And I'll never forget this moment. Um, I was getting more and more down, really hating my life and what I did with my career and thinking I made a big mistake. And then I was one day, This I was... Uh, teaching and this guy was really just shitty. he was mm -hmm. so bad and he was like really a misogynist and goes women are bitches and mm -hmm. I just was so clever in the way I coached him I said do you want to get laid after the show he goes well yeah <laughs> I go but you say women are bitches I didn't think you're gay yeah. if, you, if, if you don't like women and you're talking your whole show who's gonna lay you after the show and go yeah you're right <laughs> Yeah, you're right. What do I do? And I go, why did you change the word to women scare me? Yeah. Which was actually, I was very yeah. insightful. It was more the truth. So he's called, yeah, women are, you know, they scare me. Yeah. And then he started writing, and we wrote really good material. And I remember that class ended, and I went, wow, I was insightful. Yeah. Wow, I was really good, a really good coach. Wow. I I really taught a great class. Mm -hmm. And then it dawned on me, I was successful today. Yep. It didn't matter the quantity of people who knew it, right? Mm -hmm. It mattered for me. And it didn't matter, you know, the money I got paid for it. Mm -hmm. It mattered that I was working to the top of my game on what I chose to do with my life and my career. Exactly. And it was, and, and, and I helped another person and I saw how power, I was just like this moment. And, and from that moment on, I, I, I made a commitment to myself. And I think this is the why of what you're talking about. Not the what, mm -hmm. that I need to get this special. I know. Yep. I mean, I had those specials. I had comedy. And then yep. they end. Yep. And now what? And then this ends. And now what? Mm -hmm. Right? Nothing lasts forever. And But this sense of being fully used up with my talent, of using my talent to really express itself, that was what success was to me. And right there perfect example of swapping the what and the why because he said women are bitches that's a very clear what what are women they're bitches duh, 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 duh. surface level veneer useless 
you dug into the why. Well, the why one, you kind of got, you did some mind juju on him with the, <laughs> yeah, mind with, him yeah a little, little bit with the, well, don't you want to get laid? Well, that gave him a little bit of a course to step out of that what for a minute and go, well, one of the things I like to do about the reason I'm, I want to be a comic is because I want to get screwed after the show. <laughs> yeah, I want groupies. Like, oh, I want okay, comedy yeah, groupies. Exactly, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, to serve that, then you need to do this. And then, exp- and then you told him, well, maybe you should change that. Explore the why you're calling them bitches. Oh, now I've got why. Oh, now that I'm in the why, I can write all this great material because I know why I'm doing it. One of the best things that anyone can ever do, and I highly recommend this to everyone on the planet, anyone who's listening, if you're not rich, go hang out for a day with a miserable rich person. <laughs> rich people don't like to hang out with poor people. No, if you can find a way, even if you're- They can't complain. They even, can't complain to even them. If you're, if you're a waiter at a restaurant, if you're a janitor, if you can find a way to listen to the conversation of a miserable rich person, it will teach you more about- why the why is so important because there are a lot of very quote unquote successful people, many of which are in the public eye right now who, you know, they were born into success. They had a lot of support, a lot of thing. There's no way they're not going to have success right. because they had, they, it was ingrained in, into them in the beginning because they had a big safety net or whatever, or someone was given a company that was already successful and now they're just, you know, taking up the mantle or whatever, whatever the case may be. There's so much misery because they never got to figure out their why. They were just told, this is what you are going to do. So they suffer their whole lives. I went to... Because it's never enough, right? Well, it's never enough because what, as you said, the what's are very fickle. They're very, they end, they're, they're vague, they're weak. They don't have any power. The whys have immense power. They have immense meaning. They have immense, you know, motivation to get you to do stuff. Uh, I went to a uh, an event in where was it in Kauai and we stay at this gorgeous hotel with this gorgeous golf course and all this stuff. And you have to drive through the golf course to get to the front of the hotel. And we get there and this, I mean, the sun is shining. It's so nice. It's temperate. There's all sorts of, you know, everybody's gorgeous at this place for some reason. There's all sorts of good food and whatever. And we look over and there's this older white couple (laughs) and the guys in his golfing outfit. And the wife is just sitting there rolling her eyes And this man is so angry at the fact that he had to wait an extra 10 minutes before his tea time that was scheduled because someone was running a little bit behind. Like, you could see the veins coming out of his forehead. You could see that. And all of the people who I was at the event with who were were basically high-performing, coach-performing, they all kind of sat there and smiled and looked at this guy and took in this moment because there are here we are in this incredible place, this incredible thing with incredible people, incredible food, incredible lifestyle, and this guy who can afford all of this is still pissed off, is still angry, is still uncontent, is still... I don't think he um, that dude knows why he wants to play golf. He may not even like playing golf. He may just do it because his dad did it and his dad told him that's what you need to do in order to get successful. That's what you have to do in order to get people to like you. That's how you make business deals. Da, 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 da. He may hate every single second of being out on that golf course, but he'll never ask the why, so he will always so suffer. Let's let's find how do you ask the why? So how do you do it? One of the first things is is you gotta take a look at any sort of plan or goals or things that you've written down that says, okay, I want to achieve this. 
look at every single one of them for every single one. That's a what I want to finish writing my book. I want to do this. I want to do that. Make sure you add a why to it. Why am I doing? Why do I want to finish my book? Why do I want to write these jokes? Why do I want to write this speech? Why do I want to do talk about being leadership? Why, 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 why? And put the time in to answer those fully. For example, I do a ton of video work for people. So I create videos for corporations and, and coaches and speakers and you know, all sorts of people I make video for. I do a really good job because I know why I'm doing every project I do. I go in, I say, okay, I am creating an excellent piece of collateral to do what? I'm doing this because they need more leads or they need more brand awareness or they need this or they need that. I get very granular about what it is that they need. So I have a super strong why for what I'm doing. If all I'm doing is just making a stupid video for somebody, it's all, it's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. So, but for yourself personally. Oh yeah. And then for why my, is that? What is your why for you? Well, for me, my why is always service for others in the sense of workflow, organization, and ultimate life success. So what I want people to have when they're with me is a sense that things are organized. Things are okay. They can relax. They can feel secure and certain that, you know, things are going okay. I want to provide people that level of certainty. And that serves me because certainty for me is a very strong value that I like to keep. So I like to show up certain and be certain all the time because I notice that when I do show up like that for people, A, they get more certain and B, they relax more, they get more confident and we accomplish a lot more together. So you're, you say, but one of your why is for your career success. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is well, it? Well, here's the thing, though. What's the why? What's the personal why for that? Well, that, that's, what, that's what it is. That's what it, it, what it, the thing is, is that my, I don't have a desire to be rich and famous. You know, I don't have that desire. If I, you know, if I am the unknown factor of something that is incredibly successful, I don't need recognition. I am not, I don't enjoy recognition. What I like is that certainty and that calm that comes with it. So my life, my why is that no matter what the situation is, I'm coming in certain to inspire that in myself and in others around me. Because when I do that, I make people feel better, feel stronger, and we get more done. And, and then that calmness feels very satisfying to you mm -hmm. because it's healing in some kind of way. Yeah, there's that. I mean, you can, you can take that okay. and extrapolate whatever you yes, want from because it. I'm realizing when you talk like when I coach people mm -hmm. like I get such satisfaction when somebody comes to me with you know a belief in a message and what they give me is such a mess and it's like their thoughts are all over the place mm -hmm. and then when I'm able to hone in on what their message is and articulate it for them that they're happy, I'm happy, and now I see where my why comes from mm -hmm. was my sister, Marsha, was unable to speak. So you never knew what she wanted. She, I want you it was really hard, or she would communicate with facial expression because she had cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. So when I figured out what Marsha wanted and what she's trying to communicate, 
it was a relief for her. It was like, ah, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. yeah. Marcia, your shoes are too tight. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, and she would like scream like that and would be like, yes. And I, God, when you're talking, I just had the story of Eureka Mama where I realized, like, I like helping people come out of confusion mm-hmm. because it makes my world safer. Yeah. and more satisfying and it comes from a deep childhood place yeah and you're helping another person feel heard so it has to be beyond making money yeah i get paid if you're doing it from because making, making money is a what why do you want to make money that's the that's the question people um, say oh i want to be successful oh okay well why do you want to be successful oh because i want to make a lot of money that's still a what oh because i want to be famous still a what oh because i want to you know help people okay that's still a what you need to get into the why right. you it's want very to personal do. like mm-hmm. that sense of satisfaction and yeah. success is what what is it for you and i think what mm-hmm. is your why exactly well before we cut off i want to yeah. do one last thing is that this is also a very clear sign for people if they realize they are in the wrong field or in the wrong creative endeavor because there are so many people who, how many people have you heard of, hey, you know, my friends tell me I'm really funny, so I should be a comic, you know? Or they come to you and then they try to do your program and they just, they just can't make it happen because they didn't join to, you know, get better at being, doing comedy or being a speaker or whatever because they have this why, this need to get out there and, and you know, make people laugh or to educate people on certain topics or whatever it is. They were just told by someone else a what that they should covet. And then they went, yeah, I like that. What I'll do that. What? And then they go and they do that. What? And it, and it all falls apart. So, so I think the, the, the biggest takeaway and the lesson that you should try to, to act out is when you are making your list of the things that you quote unquote want, that you truly want when you're being honest, make sure that every single one has a why attached to it. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening and let's find your message and launch your career.